When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to What Women Want with Amy and Ed. Hello and welcome to the show where I and some great comedians look at the misadventures, misunderstandings and misogyny involved in being a woman. Consider this, your podcast equivalent to the bond of trust between two neighbours who hear each other's darkest secrets, but say nothing more to each other than a cursory good morning. In this episode, we are looking at what women want is to be brave. We recorded this show in May this year, the year of our dog, 2019, at my favourite place in the world, McKinleth Comedy Festival. I'm joined by some real legends, Helen Bauer, Kat Bond and Gabriel Aboule. Let's join them now to find out what women want. Uh, each show we have a different topic, and today we're going to talk about what women want is to be brave. Uh, this is in part because I rewatched the movie Brave. Oh. <laughs> Love that show. Uh, uh, it's so fun. I mean, when you talk about the plot, if you haven't seen it, it's a Disney Pixar movie. It's like the updated princesses. Um, the plot of it is that she turns her mother into a bear. And like, I was explaining that to my friend, and she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's kind of a story of mother-daughter relationships where a, a daughter doesn't want to get married so much that she has a spell and the spell turns her mother into a bear. You know, I wish sometimes I could turn my mother into a bear. Uh, nice lady. Uh, my mother is very feminist, like she, uh, proudly so, but she is definitely of a different generation only in so much as she fought very hard to be taken seriously and I clearly don't. <laughs> I just let it roll over. Um, but she said this thing that I knew she meant as a compliment, but it wasn't a compliment. Uh, what she said was, um, what I love about your generation is that you don't care about being attractive. <laughs> it was like the thing that every mother says to their daughter, but couched in political theory. It was really good. I was like, I can't come back to this. Um, but also what she meant was that as a woman in, like, a career in the 70s, she wanted to strive for things, but she felt she had to give up. She had to look a certain way. She couldn't be unattractive. She had to be ladylike. She had to make sure that people liked her so that she could get forward. And I think it's a kind of exciting thing that we might feel like we no longer have to do that. Um, so the format of the show, before we get into it, is that um, I'm going to sort of speak to the topic, and then each of my guests is going to speak to the topic, Then I have some questions for them. Uh, and then at the end, I have a fun question for you. Ooh. 
baby. Yes, oh my God, you're so responsive. I'm so happy. Uh, <laughs> delicious. You're a chef's kiss of an audience. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and, uh, and then that's it. And we'll be done. Guys, we'll be back in the sun. You'll forget this ever happened. It'll be great. Uh, it'll be fantastic. So uh, when I heard that the topic was what women want is to be brave, I was thinking a lot about the film that I'd just seen. Great film. Uh, but I was also thinking about the, like, the nature of the idea that being feminist or being anything that is like out of the norm is inherently brave, that you have to be, that there's an element of bravery to it. And I kind of like that because I think the word brave has almost completely positive connotations. And I actually think there's often different words beginning with B that we use for women who are powerful and they are more like bossy and bitchy. And I like the idea of being like, I'm very, like saying you're brave when you're like, no, I'm not going to move out of your way. I'm brave. I'm brave heart over here. You know, I have this obsession um, with this idea that like, you're meant to like look a certain way. And I read this article about these women who were talking about the fact that they all they wanted to do was be normal. Like they didn't want to be radical. But the fact is, because they looked a certain way, because they didn't fit society's norms, they had become accidentally radicalized. And so then they felt they, they had used this to be a, to make that whenever they felt uncomfortable, they decided that they were being brave rather than that they were being embarrassed or they were being scared. So it was a really interesting thing about sort of living with vulnerability. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm eating more bread in public. <laughs> oh, I'm having second bowls of bread on the regs. I'm like, bring the salted butter, please. And I'm doing it for the sisterhood. Um, but I like that. I like the idea that, uh, and this is in some ways one of the worst things I'll ever say, but like, I do sometimes wonder if I've constructed a version of feminism where I get to do exactly what I want and get so much credit for it. It's like, no, not shaving my legs. For feminism, <laughs> not because razors are weirdly expensive, you know. Like you, you, I sometimes wonder, like you know, how much have I just? I, I'm obsessed with like these respect rituals that we do, like the inherent. Like you know, I went to a wedding the other day, and I was like, oh, I've got to remove all my body hair and dye my mustache, and I was like, there's so much admin, but I've got to do it because I really like the couple getting married. <laughs> so I've got to let them know I like them. <laughs> mustache is blonde. It, it, so it's like this weird thing. Where I was like, oh, the respect ritual is begun. Um, so is that? brave of me to like think about that and sort of deconstruct it probably not like in some ways I'm getting exactly what I want which is like a lot less personal admin but in some ways it is an inherently brave thing to be feminist and to sort of push against the norm I think that's the truth and I do wonder I want us to talk about it thinking so much about my own like personal heroes and who I love and so often they put themselves out of their way to like they put themselves in danger or in sort of the sense of the public pushing back against them so I want to talk about our personal heroes, and I'm so excited to hear what you guys think. So, Kat, please, let me know what you thought when you heard the topic was brave. I actually, because you said there's no, ne I'm just going to disagree with you straight away, is that all right? <laughs> I, think no. it's a really good, I think it's a really good way to go when you're, yeah, five minutes into an hour. Um, no, I'm just going to, no, when you <coughs> said that brave's only sort of positive connotations, I've just got loads of... It made me think of my family just being like, you are so brave, mm. um, in terms of, like, doing comedy stuff or wearing this combination of colours and stuff <laughs> like that. So it was just like, it made me think of people saying you're brave is sometimes to me is another way of saying you're weird yeah. or you're, why are you doing that? Or I would never make that decision. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but maybe that's, maybe I've just put a really negative spin on it. But I, I like the idea of being brave. I think brave can be addictive, mm. as in, once you've started, it's really difficult to go back. Like, once you've started something... 
<laughs> it feels like I've been plotting something awful. Um, so that that was kind of my initial response, and it was weird that it was actually quite um, quite negative because it just felt like it was a term that was used. Yeah, when it's like, oh my god, what are you what what are you doing? So it's a way to say something else, maybe used in the sort of way that yeah. there's a subtext to that. Um, but I did look into the film Brave as well, did some heavy research. Yeah. And, um, and I do know it. from experience, if you Google feminism and brave, it's all that comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the first yeah. thing. Um, yeah, in, it, really, really good film. But it just uh, the main thing that stuck out was it was just about consent mm. rather than the bear. But maybe I just didn't read <laughs> far enough down. And what was the other question? Oh, that was there one? It well, was just it was, to talk generally about um, adventuring because that was one version. Yeah, I adventuring. Yeah, I think adventuring made me think about being out of your comfort zone, mm. um, not just getting your walking shoes on and a backpack. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, coming out of your comfort zone, and I feel like you can be. I'm sort of adventurous in my family just because I've done something different to them. Mm. Um, in what way? Just I, even just being self-employed or. Um, was like a difference or like going to uni everything feels adventurous so everything I do in my family feels adventurous even though I think I'm quite boring and safe <laughs> so it's just in relation to kind of and do you context. find that scary or sort of liberating it's scary and I, I like constantly am questioning whether it's the right thing and I don't think it is the right thing but I just carry on doing it anyway <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be bravery yeah, be yeah, yeah. Um, Gabriel um, yeah I think the first person I thought about was my mum because she's, she's a woman, and, um, <laughs> and she's brave. I think with women, because like, everything women do is scrutinized, so I feel like they have more room to be brave, but they don't get credit for it. Mm. So with men, like, we're just like here, and we get credit for just being there. Whereas like a woman, like, for perfect example is in the industry, like, women are often, you know, if there's conversations had about women, sometimes they'll say, oh, she's difficult, right? And Sometimes I, you know, at a certain stage of my life, I was, I'll just take that for face value and be like, okay, she is. Yeah. But really what that would mean is she just said, oh, I want it this way. And so then she becomes like, difficult. That's her, and that's her being brave. So there's little things that um, women do that are, that are massively brave. And what we do, like, you know, isn't, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, I feel like it's, um, it's every day for you guys. Whereas for us, we get the credit for like, you know, going to burning buildings and shit. <laughs> but like you know being like quote-unquote difficult i think is like harder than, than that now that you sort of are sort of self-aware enough that when someone says that someone's difficult or crazy i think is another word yeah. often used like do you does that make you think about the person saying it and do you check your sources more yeah i mean it's, it, it depends who's saying it i mean yeah i just, I just think i'll i just sort of see it as i'll have my experience i won't just take it as you know what you say because it's you know i'm sure you know someone just asking for a cup of tea. Yeah. Then the people get their backs up and it's like, it's normal, you know? Mm. It's regular. I think checking your sources and having a sense that like things might not be exactly as people are telling you, even in your own brain, is probably one of the better things about sort of reframing the context about, and feminism as part of that. Yeah. So like just understanding that just because you've been told all your life one thing, that is just as much of an opinion as in your own head. Helen, when you heard about bravery, what did you think? I think it's brave that I gave you a sip of my water and you've nearly finished the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> did everyone else assume you were just going to pass it back? And it's like, no, just go for it. Like, no. I've got, like, you know, I thought it was a gift. No, it Sorry. wasn't. Yeah. I'm super fucking bitchy. Um, ha, ha, ha. Um, <laughs> um, number one, I think it's also very brave that you're here on a 
podcast called What Women Want as well, Gabriel. So big it's round not, of applause. No, it is. Like, not, seriously. Really like, no, that's exactly what Gabriel was just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's the point. That was my whole point. Yes. <laughs> I think everyone's brave in their own respects. Yeah. Like, it depends on, like, I think I was brave because in, like, year eight of school when you're 12, I introduced Dazzle Dust. You know, Barry M. Dazzle Dust, the bright green one. Oh. And we weren't supposed to wear makeup and I went in with it. Do you, do you still wear Dazzle Dust? <laughs> no, but you used to wear it. Yeah, it's the best, isn't it? And it's like, that's well, a bit... Shadow. Oh, it's like more than eyeshadow. Okay. It's eyeshadow, glitter, and it just goes everywhere. And it really oh. makes your eyes pop. And it was that phase where it's like you put the colour all around the eyes. Oh. So I went for like green, like, like infected. A, like a panda. Yeah, like a panda okay. or also like a bruise, you know. Yeah, like sure. what happened at home? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Um, but I wore that and we weren't supposed to. And I thought that was quite brave. Because it's like you're doing something that's going to stand out. And particularly at that age when you're like at secondary school, everything you do is terrifying. So you just need to fit in. Yeah. So like I think that's your first introduction to bravery for everyone, isn't it? Like yeah. speaking up for yourself or like doing what you want to do. Like it, it wasn't brave. I was doing it for attention. Sure. But like <laughs> looking back on it now, yeah. I'm like, wow, you really took a step there. Do you, think, do you think bravery often comes from sort of ulterior motives, like wanting attention? Um, for me it does um, <laughs> I don't think for everyone I think a lot of people do it for themselves or just sort of like to challenge themselves but I think um, I've, I, you know, I'm from a nice town in North East Hampshire there hasn't been many like yeah so it's just sort of like bravery would just be the little things mm. like not wearing a bra out but having a cracking rack you know stuff sure. like that sure, sure, sure. that's tricky I'm a 38G not wearing a bra that's a, <laughs> do you know what I mean like, yeah that's, that's brave well thank you well, that's, um, that, that must hurt it does yeah <laughs> That's why it's brave. But I deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Let's give a quick look. <laughs> That's for you. Thank you. Um, so uh, the first question I wanted to ask is, like, do you consider yourself brave, Gabriel? No. No. Because I, I get told a lot as, as a comic that I'm black. I once did a gig and a nurse who um, went to the Sudan came up to me after and said, you're so brave. And I was like, do you know what you do? I just go on stage and tell dick jokes. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's not that brave. So I don't consider myself brave. Like, I've got a lot of, like, anxiety. Um, so, like, doing stuff. It is a brave in the way, but I don't take credit for that, you know? So mm. I don't think I am brave. I don't really um, do anything that sort of uh, is. But yes, no. <laughs> Yesterday in your set, you were talking about that you're, you want to be woke, but also you want to take naps. I mean, sorry, I've, t I've stolen the joke and I've not done it well. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. So oh, it's just, just me ignoring politics because it's just it's, it's fucking everywhere and it's annoying. Mm. And like, I used to be very politically engaged. And now it's at a stage where it's like, you know, every day I'm on Twitter, like something awful has happened and mm. I just don't want to read it anymore. So it's just me avoiding everything in the, in the universe, which, which isn't brave, you know. So that's like, so no, I'm not brave at all. And would you want to be considered brave? Like, would that be something you'd want? I don't think so. I mean, what'd you get out of it? Mm. Like his um, medals. Yeah, but then I always think, oh, yeah, you do get medal, but then it's like after that, it's like you know, like firemen are amazing. But like, <laughs> I don't, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish that thought. But it's, just, I don't know, I don't, I don't think I want to be considered brave. That's so interesting because I feel like all I want is for people to think I'm brave. Mm. But why though? What, what do you think you get out of that? Blue Peter badges and stuff. Yes. Yeah, free candy. I don't know. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't thought it through. <laughs> Um, Kat, would you would you want to be considered brave, or do you think you are brave? No, I, I feel the same as Gabriel. I don't think I um, want to be brave. I don't want other people to think I'm brave. I just want myself to know I'm brave. 
<laughs> Everyone starts crying. <laughs> She's so sad. Um, now, there's like tiny little things that I know are difficult for me. And when I sort of overcome them or manage to do them on the odd occasion, mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, well done. You stuck it out. Like going to a party. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's literally it. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, there's like little acts of... Um, but I don't even think of them as as brave. Just like keep going, like you should be there anyway. But yeah, similar thing. Would you want to be considered brave? Um, well, it sounds like yeah, I, yeah. I, do you know what I? I think yeah, may, maybe because I think people often would think I'm a cautious person. So yeah, I think I probably would. So interesting because when I think about like bravery, I'm thinking much more like broad terms, right? Like, like battle, like a battle. Yeah, like I want a statue one day. Uh, type oh, thing. I want a statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you should have said that. I want a fucking statue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want a statue. Should yeah. we get ours together? We get a statue together. <laughs> Just hugging. Yeah. Because <laughs> if it, in that, I mean, I would like. I do have an ego. Like I want a statue, but sure, sure, sure. Yeah. yeah I think I, I, maybe this is uh, revealing about me, but I think I do conflate a lot of things with ego. Mm. <laughs> Who's surprised? Here we are in a dark room with microphones. Um, <laughs> Helen, do you are you brave? I want people to think I'm brave. I don't think I am brave. No, like moments. I think everyone's had moments of bravery, mm. but you just sort of pretend that they're like you. You'll be brave, and people go, like, "Oh, so brave." And you're like, "No, it's nothing." But then when mm. you do something that's brave and no one notices, you're like, "Fucking pay attention." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just did something amazing. Yeah, so I guess bravery is, is both an internal thing, but it's also often comes about, it's about other people, other opinions of you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. most people are only considered brave by other people. You don't, I wouldn't introduce myself in three words and brave be one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sassy, brave. brave. Yeah. I mean, uh, brave. Brave. Okay, it's, well. only, it's only looking back on childhood things where you go, oh, that was brave. Yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily the impetus to do those things isn't... Mm. Uh, out of a sense it's of like, I want to be Jack brave. It's not going bungee jumping in New Zealand on their gap year. Like, that's not brave. No. Like, yeah. I, was about to, I thought you were saying that was brave and I was like, Helen, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> to not do that is brave. Yeah, to say I don't want to do <laughs> it. I, I, no, I want to read a book. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to go and get coffee. <laughs> um, Statue. I, I think this is interesting. <laughs> yes. Please. I think it's because I think like the everyday nature of um, sort of feminism, but any other ism where you're sort of pushing back against what you see is going wrong in the world, the everyday nature of it is often where the best stuff comes from or the scariest stuff comes from. Do you think like I was wondering if being feminist makes you brave or do you need bravery to like make it work like batteries in a toy? It's both. I think uh, being a woman and being feminist is brave. <coughs> Because, like, for one, like, because I've met women who don't aren't feminists. So, as a woman, if you if you feel alone anyway, then other women aren't feminists. Then you're like you feel super alone, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, you know, for some reason, people <laughs> like men think that's not that's not a good thing that you want equal rights. Mm. That's fucking weird. So it is brave to. It's, it's stupid. It sounds stupid if you just say that like, we want to be treated the same. But it is brave. It is brave to like stand on a perch and be out and say it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think it's often because that's not you might be saying equal rights mm. but they're like but I like it unequal <laughs> like I'm doing real well from it being unequal mm. and, and, and in some ways people think of rights as being a zero sum game like if I gain some you will lose some yeah. okay. I think often 
there's aspects of feminism where that is probably true. Like, you will lose the ability to touch all your secretary's butts. <laughs> like, that will go, you know. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, in the main, I agree, it is asking for a sort of socio, like, social, economic and political equality, which doesn't feel like too much of an ask, but we have seen in history. It is. It's massive, yeah, it, yeah, it really is. But I'm interested because I think being a feminist or, like, even having any thought in your brain that, like, this is not exactly how things should be, a bit like you talking about how you sometimes want to turn off the news can be like exhausting yeah. <laughs> can be really tiring in some ways to like it's so much easier if you can just sort of sit within the past well trodden but obviously it's less satisfying and often you get your butt touched by your boss so it's not great <laughs> but it you know it, it it's a certain is an easier aspect to it so i do i mean maybe we're going to say the word brave so much that you guys are going to hate you're not ever going to hear it again but like i do think there's a sort of strength in like holding yourself to a course that feels right for you mm-hmm. you know i've stopped taking notes at work that's good for me. <laughs> I don't want to type them up. Do I know what I'm doing? No. Got no idea. Got no idea. Freer than I've ever been. Got nothing to do. I'm so glad it. But I do think um, putting boundaries up is quite brave. And like boundary putting up is something that people often talk about in terms of um, like, it's so, it sounds quite self-carey. And I know sometimes self-care equals like lush bath bombs. I do understand. And they are great, of course. Um, except I don't quite understand the sort of the joy of submerging yourself in gunk. <laughs> like I haven't, I haven't, that aspect of my femininity hasn't quite emerged yet, but I'm expecting it will with age. I, at one point, I'm just going to be covered in bath bombs, be like, this is 40, it's going to be great. Oh, I love it. Um, but I, I do think there's a sort of strength of putting boundaries down, and that can be as small as just saying like no to things you don't want to do and like, like prioritizing yourself do you as you know as freelancers as self-employed people that's obviously something that becomes a bit more codified than if you're in an office and the kind of things you're expected to do and not necessarily get the credit for do you have any sort of tips and tricks about putting down boundaries and saying no to things I actually still have a job so how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing do really have? well. I work a part time in a bakery serving bread. So nice. yeah. So I'm properly. That's a rom com job. It's fucking amazing. You've got no idea. You're gonna marry a billionaire. I was anorexic two years ago, and now look at me. Like, <laughs> just so much bread, and that's what I do. So I don't. I'm not like self-employed, self-employed. So. But that's okay. I'd be yeah. interested in more in in anyways, much more than these chumps, you know. <laughs> yeah. Fuck um, you guys. I'm gonna yeah. statue here. Right. Um, like, <laughs> what does it? Do you have any tips and tricks? Like, do you feel like there are ways in which you've learned to say no? to things um I think I've got better at looking at where the job is and if I can actually get there mm. but it is that thing of like because I started <laughs> like this is a really easy location to get to McClunkless so that was absolutely fine um but uh I don't know I sort of like because I started I'm not like that old in comedy so it'll be four years this year but like I think you say yes to everything when you start and then you slowly start realising, like, I uh, no, like, I can't do that. Like, they want you to do, like, some of the things that come through, like, weird, weird offers where it's like, do you want to come and, like, entertain my children at their birthday party? And it's like, what, with my bleeding cunt jokes? Like, no. <laughs> like, I mean, I'll do it, but, like... <laughs> it's like, it's on you. Like, pay yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I think you do start, like, the longer you're going. Because <laughs> I'm monkey eating berries, kids. No, um, it's like... Uh, I don't know. I think you start realizing as well that like your your worth as a comic and like how much you should be getting paid because at the beginning like just getting paid like a free drink is like oh my god holy shit this is amazing yeah and then you start realizing like oh shit no but this is a job and I have worked a lot to like do this and mm. it's like no I do need like, I know you're not paying us today no, no, but no. like yeah <laughs> <laughs> we did get that water yeah, um, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> it's a tap. Okay. Well, yeah, help yourself. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I think I'm still figuring that out, to be honest, yeah. as to like what I can say no and yes to, because I feel like every time I've offered something, I'm like, oh, 100% yes, like you're offering me something. Mm. So I've just come out the phase of like asking for my gigs and now they're yeah. being offered. So it's yeah. like, yeah. I mean, you've been going longer, so like... <laughs> 70 years. I am... Um, <laughs> I like always, uh, my instinct is instinct is always to say yes. Yeah. Instinct mm. is always say yes. Um, and I find it really difficult to make decisions. So I've started just pulling out my questions to other people, mm. like friends. I've got like a WhatsApp group. And then they <laughs> just get them to give me the answers or whether I should do that. Only because I haven't got a sense. It's also about like how much you value yourself. And if you, sometimes you're a bit down on yourself, mm. you just, you're making decisions um without all the information or yeah. with the wrong information um so in terms of like asking for certain amounts of money or like how much that time is worth like I'm still struggling but I tend to just I'm asking maybe comics or people who are in similar positions just yeah. to try and um to, to figure it out and something I'm trying to work out is just to try and find that in myself in terms of oh I just know that like instinctively I'm always gonna say <laughs> 700 pounds <laughs> like whatever it is and also I do I do children I do children's birthday Shut parties up. yeah um and uh always get asked to do them but like I've been asked to do them from people in comedy you're not doing and like cunt stuff are you you're like doing yeah like, uh, that's no. mainly it's mainly that. <laughs> <laughs> and just modeling. Brighton's a fun place yeah <laughs> mo willy modeling boons um, <laughs> just also I'm just intrigued about like status and saying no and the bravery and just like what that gives off mm. without being like a like crazy and being like what am I presenting it's like no really think about those mm. those those decisions and time and energy it's like doing this for 70 years, I'm tired now. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's why I'm so interested in talking to people who are freelancer comedians part of that because there's like a, perhaps more of a codification of your work. So like people are like, this is the amount of time, what money do you want? That when you work in an office job or a more traditional job, you are doing exactly the same thing, but there's just more structure in place okay. to disguise the mass, basically. And it's it's so hard to value yourself. It's so, it's so especially I think for um, British people, like we, I was talking to an American comic and I was doing the classic uh, British self-deprecation. You know, I was like, oh, I'm not very good. And she was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, I'm great. I'm like, what? I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh, shit, how do I get back from this? Because once you said you're bad, you can't now say you're good. It doesn't. No one believes you. Um, and so there's that kind of like American like super positivity, which can sometimes great but at least you know they probably get paid more than us you know that there's and I think on the smallest level this is a kind of conversation part of the reason I wanted to do this show I feel like I'm always having conversations with my friends and my family which are the conversations that sort of change me they're the information gathering sessions that sort of like influence the rest of my life rather than necessarily the sort of female conversations that you see on tv or in film and I I felt like I was having these conversations but I wasn't seeing them sort of represented so that's why we started doing the show just to sort of platform these conversations and so the idea is it is a conversation and you should feel like it is uh, my dream is that afterwards uh, I walk out and you're talking about like that one time that you got stiff for 20 quid on a gig gig you're all comedians in my mind uh, <laughs> and and that the conversation keeps going because the idea of these shows is that we're having these conversations and they are important and you should value them and yourselves because you're all great. <laughs> Say it with me. I'm great in American accent. One, two, three. 
I'm great. It's quite fun, isn't it? Because you've never said it out loud before, I bet. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So the one thing I wanted to talk to you as well about is about language. We, I was talking about how brave is used in cat. You were talking about how it's not, not always positive for you. How do you think we talk normally about women who are... I feel like we look at radicals of the past and we call them brave now, but they were definitely called criminals then. Like, <laughs> they were definitely criminals then. I think we are living in the time where we were talking the other day about with the suffragettes. Guys, I'm such a feminist. Um, <laughs> suffragettes, and we were thinking, we were like, oh, yeah, so great that they did that. And then we were like, ooh, what are we doing? Because I've got a quite high Instagram following, 1,000. Um, and like, I'm putting a lot of energy into that. Uh, and I was like, I don't think... Uh, I don't think Emmeline Pankhurst would love me, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, she would. I mean, Thank you, say Helen. That about yourself. Yeah. Thank you. No, I'm very, love you. I'm sassy. I'm brave. You're fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so brave. Um, yeah, I think so. It's like words like crazy, I think we use quite a lot. I think often for women of colour, they're called angry. Like this word angry is a synonym for brave or like rather it's a negative word version of brave. Um, who else do we talk about in these terms? Malala. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, it feels like it was a pop quiz, and like you were like, "Was well, that get it right?" So you say it. Alienate your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone in the back seat be like Maya Angelou. <laughs> no, I just mean I feel like we use words like crazy, yeah. um, bitch, bossy, Cheryl Cole, Cheryl Cole. Yeah. Not looking for specific women. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But we can talk about We're Cheryl this Cheryl Crow. <laughs> Cheryl Crow. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah that Cheryl was the answer Crow. I was looking for. Yeah, twist. <laughs> Do you know that um, Cheryl Crow once <laughs> said in a magazine that when you go to the loo, one square is enough, two in an emergency? What? I read that maybe 10 years ago, and I cannot get it out of my head. <laughs> 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 often when I'm in the loo, I'm like, 
Cheryl, what would you what do in this square? situation? How many people are square? <laughs> you, would be, you, would, you would be in trouble. <laughs> so bad. Woo. I was definitely the bossy girl at school, even though there were boys that did the same like amount of sort of like organising. Like, I was one of those kids sort of like, I was like form rep and like organised like things that we did at the weekends with my friends sort of a thing. And it was like, oh, Helen's so bossy. Yeah. Instead of being assertive. And that's something I didn't realise until I was older. But I also used it to describe myself because at the end of year yearbook, I described myself as bossy, blonde, and brill were my three words. Brill, yeah. (laughs) Cute. Um, So, like, I think I was fine with it, but now I realise, like, now it's annoying. Like, I'm just sort of like, no, 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 because that's a double standard. Mm -hmm. And it is frustrating because it's not bossy. I'm just very loud and confident, which I see as a positive. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I like that you've, it feels like you even own it at the time. I think I was too thick to realise. Sure. Like, (laughs) you know, people say, like, at school you were either bullied or you did bully someone. I was like, no, I came out unscathed and all my adult friends are like, no, no, you definitely were bullied. You just missed it. (laughs) I was like, there's Helen again, fuck you, Helen. And I'm like, okay, see you much. <laughs> I think that's the dream situation. I'm like, oh, she's so sick. I'm in my backpack, like, oh, see you all weekend, so I'll be organising. Bossy Helen. <laughs> Devastating. That's funny. <laughs> Cat or Gabriel, has there ever been like a word like bossy that has been applied to you that you're going to be like, that's not right? I've definitely had the, the crazy thing and you talking about like, when someone says it about someone else, like when I've had male and female friends say um, that their ex uh, was crazy, mm. Um, mm. I do check in with that and you're kind of like sussing out what that situation has been. So I think that's like kind of... oh, People go there quite quick, you know, it gets mm. there quite quickly that she's crazy. It's I've like, never heard what, a man In what way she cares? Called crazy <laughs> casually. Yeah. In the way that... I've definitely heard women be called crazy yeah. casually. Yeah. Yeah. If a man's called crazy, like he's literally like smearing shit Obviously. on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When a woman's called crazy, she's like didn't text you back. Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird. Yeah. For me, I think it's like um, if you're, I'm quite introverted. So I, if, I don't know if anyone here is quite introverted, but sometimes like if you go to like a party or something and you're just like scared of talking to people, you sort of leave to yourself. People think you're arrogant. So I think some people, I've had conversations with friends or like, why are you so arrogant? I'm just like, no, I just don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Which also sounds arrogant, but it's just, <laughs> it's just like, no, like, it makes me nervous. Go away. Yeah. So I get called arrogant sometimes, I think. That, I think that, that is interesting, isn't it? Because I think often, so I did a video game show here at Mac yesterday, and that was such a scary thing for me to do because I'm, I'm not very good, and that, even just saying that now, I feel dead inside that I admitted that to people um and but more than that it was like it's such a male environment video gaming and I I was doing it and my friend said that afterwards she just heard a man like a really a proper adult just go she is awful and he was like a 1994 Japanese bubble game but he cared (laughs) he cared so much but, but like, it, it's weird to put yourself in a situation. I think that is exactly the thing when people say you're brave to do stand-up. It's not like the actual getting on stage. It's the idea that you would be vulnerable to people having an opinion on you. Yeah. Because if you and if you think about it, you would never leave the house. <laughs> because it, it is such a... She told me as a joke, and I was like... <laughs> Thanks for the feedback. <laughs> yeah, horrible feedback. I was like, very good. Um, but that, that is, I think, when people say... I believe when people say you're brave to get on stage. It's not just the actuality of like looking at people looking back at you. It's the idea that you're making yourself vulnerable. And I think vulnerability is a big part of bravery. And also think vulnerability is like a key part of feminism, because 
I think we're in this weird version of feminism now where you have to be perfect. So you're going for you're going for the best at all times and you're always achieving the best because if you don't, then you're letting down your entire gender. Mm -hmm. And so bravery rather than perfectionism is the name of a book that I have seen is available online <laughs> to buy. Um, but and I think it's an interesting point um, about, like, are we allowed to be vulnerable? Like, do we always have to be perfect? Is that something that affects you? I think that's the most brave thing you can do is be vulnerable. Like, it's weird because I'm talking about it in my show this year, but it's like, I think vulnerability for me is the ultimate level of bravery to like go to someone and mm. actually be honest and vulnerable with them and not make a joke with it. Because like, I can do it, but I hide it behind like a million levels of humour. Like, same as probably most people in this room do. And then you pick people slowly that you sort of come out your shell with and you be vulnerable with. But it just takes one person for you to be vulnerable around and them sort of reject it. Yeah. For you just to like hide up in your shell and just put your wall back up again mm. but vulnerability is the ultimate level of braveness like I think because a lot of people do talk about their mental health problems on stage and anxiety and like insecurities and that is so brave and people like make a joke about it and I've been like oh like another mental health show and it's like mm. yeah because it's still a fucking massive problem yeah. and people like aren't getting the help they need even though I've got some lovely beta blockers in my bag which will help you out for a party later no stress <laughs> um, no, but seriously like we'll load you up um, you'll be the talk of the town <laughs> But yeah, vulnerability is just like, it is a terrifying thing because yeah. the idea that you're going to say something to someone and then not reciprocate it back or understand it and then you're just going to feel more lonely. Yeah. But some people are amazing at doing it and I think the more those amazing people that can be vulnerable do it, the more you're like, oh, actually, no one gives a fucking shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, no one's really that fussed about your mental health problems because they've got their own. Kat. Amy. Vulnerability. Hmm. How does it make you feel? Uh, Get vulnerable I, with me. I think that, yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like kind of constantly vulnerable. So if that's brave, build me a big statue. <laughs> um, I feel like um, in terms of uh, vulnerability, I feel like you get so much back if you are vulnerable with people. As in when you have those moments, like I can, they're really special moments when you with a friend or with a partner where you've sort of opened up to them or someone you don't know and you, it's something clicks it's just like okay we can have a connection and I think when you're pre I think pretending you're vulnerable is dangerous mm. as in people um saying telling people like making up stories and stuff I'm kind of intrigued intrigued by the amount of kind of autobiographical stories on stage like last year in Edinburgh and I was also in a in a play where people were using like a lot of their own material I think it can be really dangerous if you're not looking after yourself mm. um wait what do you mean about pretending to be vulnerable like well just kind of like um it's really hard but just kind of like m making not making things up but elaborating on things yeah. that have happened to so them I was watching something on YouTube the other day and it's like Gypsy Rose Blanchard girl and her mum pretended she had yeah oh my god it's fucking addictive that story so I know and Those like her two mom... girls from your show earlier aren't they yeah hey. I think you guys should be friends yeah. <laughs> um, but like it's like Munchausen's by proxy and she sort oh, of yeah. like convinced herself her daughter was sick and then like made her sick sort of a thing and sort of like created her world being mm. like a problem is that what we're talking about? Or I, I think, just take oh, it I really think people, far. Uh, I mean, making maybe you should make a show about that. That sounds so good. Done. <laughs> but I'll play your daughter. Yes. There is a... <laughs> You're ill. <laughs> um, all the IP created in this show is mine, but that's fine. Continue. Uh, you can be in it too. Yeah, work it up. Work it up. Um, I um, I think co-opting of uh, like vulnerability and co-opting of feminism is something that is definitely happening. 
And that's why I think the perfectionism comes in. So we've got this version of feminism now, which is like lean in, you know, it's like quite corporate. And it's instead of, it's like ask for, be brave, ask for a raise, but like don't ask why there are not more male CEO, like female CEOs. Like there's a, a way of, people trying to be vulnerable and they can kind of own vulnerability and it's like yes be be vulnerable but like do still come in at 9am tomorrow morning and and this is and you know and I do understand why people feel like that's a version of femi feminism that they can get behind because it doesn't ask them to really look at their world too much but I do think sometimes it can be dangerous like I wonder sometimes if we've romanticized the idea of bravery in, in feminism like we've made it be like, it's so great that like Emma Watson is being so brave. And you're like, yeah, but like women die all the time. Yeah. You know, like we, we have this like version of a sort of brave feminist and we sort of don't want to look at the realities of the world. I think it's also having, we were talk, I was talking to Helen earlier about um, the, how if, if you've got a little bit more money, it's sometimes easier to be, yeah. or make brave choices. Mm -hmm. um, so with Emma Watson stuff, it, it's, I'm not saying what she's doing is wrong. I think it's great what she's doing and she's raising awareness of that. But um, it's like, is she, it, it's just sticking your neck out when you're in a more of a comfortable position. Yeah. And the reason why some of those women in those companies are like, okay, I've asked for a raise, but I'm not going to change the structure of this whole company is genuinely out of a, a, a fear, I mm. suppose, for a personal gain. So it's still tricky. But yeah. I do think it's easier to, to make brave choices maybe if you've got a little bit more cash. I know that's oh, quite obvious. Sure it is, yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just, I think it's a, the problem is um, when when there's a movement and then a, a person becomes like the head of that movement and they sort of represent the whole thing. I think I think that's when it gets like murky waters because it usually is like a rich person. Like the times up thing is brilliant, but like you're all millionaires, so you mm. can do that. But what about the person who's like in an office somewhere? Mm -hmm. And it's similar, like you know, like P Diddy. This is gonna be weird, right? But, <laughs> Like P Diddy tweets these like motivational things, and it's amazing. Like he's like, you know, wake up this morning, go do, do it, do it, do it. I'm reading them like, yeah, you, you live in a penthouse, you're a billionaire. Like mm. it's not that fucking easy for people. So I think it's just like trying to keep it grounded in reality and not yeah. sort of yeah. see those people as like you, yeah, more what they represent. Well, that, that tiny acts of bravery we can do. It doesn't yes. mean you have yeah. to stop doing something. It's just like, oh, I've got, you know, I'm over my overdraft. But it's like, okay, yeah, you, there's still like little things you can do, like as in speak up in a room that's yeah. scary or um, stop, you know, stop someone slagging someone off. Yeah, and I feel like that is a really nice way of sort of rounding off the conversation because we started talking about are we brave and do we do brave things, but... I think it's very hard to self-identify as brave, but it is worth sort of congratulating yourself and in that way, helping yourself do it more. Do brave things like speaking out, checking when people say crazy. You have been so lovely. Thank you so much for joining us for this hour. See you next time. Goodbye. So, are we any closer to finding out what women want? I don't know. I'm not a street magician. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate, subscribe and share. It makes such a difference in my ongoing journey to top Mel Gibson when you Google what women want. Thanks to producer Zach Annette and to radio legend Sholo Aleje for her help. Music is by The Artisans via Gemendo Publishing. What Women Want is going to Edinburgh this year. We will be at The Pleasance for six dates only, Saturdays and Sundays in August 2019. Go to The Pleasance website to get your tickets. The lineup is shaping up nicely and I would love to see you there.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.